Hello and welcome to the Mysterium Podcast. Mysterium Ooh. Podcast. <laughs> okay, I didn't know you were going to do that. <laughs> With me, Stacey Vokes. And me, Lyle Lani. You're not going to say your last name. I felt like we needed to add that in now. No, I'm not saying my last name. I'm too easy to stalk. Oh, that's very true. Okay, how about, well, they're going to know who we are. <laughs> Go on the Instagram. <laughs> If the anonymity, anonymity is gone now. <laughs> Should we start that again? Okay, go on. Hello and welcome to the Mysterium, Mysterium Podcast. Mysterium Podcast. With me, Stacy, And me, Leilani. I never know whether, if I'm going to say Leilani she or Lani. She looks at me with such fear in her eyes, like, what have you done? I'm like, my name is definitely this i thought you were gonna say my name is stacy <laughs> no i'm i'm lani yeah and i'm stacy you can call me lani guys we're on we're on that that basis now aren't we What's my name? all our four listeners <laughs> yes hopefully five <laughs> good to have you back guys yeah i hope you enjoy this as much as i enjoyed researching it <laughs> yeah this is a lilani case today. it's a me case whoop, whoop. i'm doing one i'm doing one <laughs> would you ever guess that it's another unsolved mystery uh, babes you are gonna eventually have to start doing one no that... i'm not you do the solved ones i do but what the if unsolved. i want to do an unsolved then you can we'll have double unsolved <laughs> <laughs> the unsolved mysteries podcast <laughs> exactly Except we can't call it that because it's probably already taken. Probably. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing a case today. Uh, and it's a real, real good one. Give me a second. Classic. I'm just getting it up. Classic case. Yeah, you're not prepared, are you? I am prepared. It's oh, here. Right. It's right here. <laughs> okay, guys. We're going to jump right on in it. We're going to just get on in it. We're going to dive in head first. Yeah, boy. Um, today. We're talking about the case of D.B. Cooper. Now, I'm sure everyone has heard of this case. Well, if you're into true crime, I know one of our listeners isn't. Even if you're not necessarily into like true crime or anything, it's still like a highly known case. It's a mystery. It is a mystery. Mm. It's, It's in fact the only unsolved like aircraft hijackings ever really yeah i didn't know that yeah the only one wow uh so if you don't know this is the case of a mysterious man that hijacked a flight asked for two hundred thousand dollars and parachuted out the plane never to be seen again (laughs) and we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit about it today it's really super interesting and I hope I can cover some things that maybe you hadn't uh, known before. Yeah, I'm excited. I, oh, hang on, let me get comfy. I got so much information from this really good um, YouTube channel called, I think it's pronounced Let Me Know. Like, okay. Let Me Know, but it's spelled L-E-M-M-I-N-O. Oh, okay, okay. They cover this case in like a real good, how how quick is it? It's like a, oh, it's half an hour still, but... uh probably shorter than this will be like a nice bite size yeah like chunk. a real good bite-sized chunk of like just like the real big important bits of like information 
Um, so that was really good. Also stole a lot of this. Stole, that's not the right word. <laughs> we didn't plagiarize. No, I found a lot of this on Wikipedia as well, which I always worry about. I know, I'm always freaked out by Wikipedia. I never know if it's accurate. You just accurate. have to double check some This is the some thing. Things. Well, this is the thing with this case. Actually, I say with this case. With every damn case I've looked up, not just with regards to like the wiki page and stuff, every freaking source i found says something different with different things oh what that's weird all the all is so annoying um but yeah anyway so i guess it's because it's like a fun little mystery that everyone kind of likes to i guess so but then i'm like how is the how is the like information so different everywhere Mm. like where are they getting all these different information from this is the thing yeah um just do your best (laughs) I will do my best, guys. Don't shout at me. Uh, just tell me if I'm wrong and I'll go, whoops. <laughs> we'll go, oh, we'll never talk about it again. <laughs> um, first thing I want to address is the right word I'm looking for, is D.B. Cooper is not really anything to do with the case. He's He was not called db cooper yeah it's wrong isn't it it's wrong it's he actually went by the name dan cooper yeah uh it's so weird that this whole case it's like anytime you say db cooper yeah if you if you're into kind of like mysteries and stuff you know it but it's not even right no it was weird it happened because of i just want to get this out the way quickly but it was a mix-up with uh someone on the press heard a suspect's name db cooper got all excited and like wrote up the article and ever since then he was known as db cooper that's weird that's a bit like the jack the ripper case because one of the letters signed it wasn't signing it as like jack yeah it was talking to the journalist who was called jack and they just ran with it no way yeah Yeah. so he's like the jack the ripper thing is just stupid (laughs) but we all know it shut We've up all accepted i it. didn't know that yeah we will do that case one day yeah, yeah. i really want to there's just you should so do that much. one because it's unsolved yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i really do i really do want to do that but right now we're doing this one yes. <laughs> <laughs> so on november 24th 1971 northwest airlines flight 305 from portland to seattle was getting ready to depart The crew consisted of three flight attendants and three pilots. Two of the flight attendants, I do know all their names, but uh, these are the main two we're going to be talking about. Okay. So two of the flight attendants were Tina Mucklow and Florence Schnauzer. You've just done what I did the other day and we had to cut it out. (laughs) Florence Schneider? Schnaffner? Schnaffner? That doesn't look right. Schaffner. Schaffner. Oh, oh my god being actually dumb already i love her her name florence Fl- yeah i Flo. love the name florence mm. yeah so tina mucklow and florence Schaffner. there we go well done they were two of the flight attendants i believe they were like 22 and 23 years old back in the day did you know you were not allowed to uh, apply to be a flight attendant past the age of 27 because of course <laughs> that's gross you had to be pretty and small and thin and uh just be there to like look nice for them yeah well the less about that the better <laughs> <laughs> so on this particular flight florence started serving drinks to the passengers from the back of the main cabin and tina was working from the front okay. so they were like in this particular um northwest airlines thing What's the word? I don't 
don't know what you're trying to say. Like, what? Northwest Airlines, not company. Do you know what I'm saying? It's an airline. I don't know. Northwest, North, Northwest Airlines airline. <laughs> <laughs> so in this particular airline, they were like, you know, go and make the passengers feel like you're looking after them and serve like them drinks. Special. And, yeah. yeah. Um, and on that flight was a man that went by the name of Dan Cooper. Mm. He took his seat, he lit a cigarette, and he ordered a bourbon and soda from Florence, which he paid for in cash. Now, he was described... Oh, I scrolled too far, sorry. He was described by passengers and flight attendants as a man in his mid-40s. He was wearing a dark black dark suit with black tie and a mother of pearl tie clip on the he tie. He sounds fancy. He sounds really fancy mm. i'm not That's gonna i'm not gonna lie i think this dan cooper is cool as fuck i reckon he was hot i reckon he probably was <laughs> <laughs> he had a neatly pressed white collared shirt and a i've seen it described as like a trench coat or a raincoat or like just a long coat type yeah, thing kind of what i would imagine like poirot would wear or yeah something. yeah like a freaking spy badass person. Mm. Um, and he also had brown shoes that were like loafer type shoes. So like he was dressed fancy. Okay, okay. He looked fancy. I'm not sure why you'd have brown shoes with a black suit with a black tie. But okay, okay. Maybe, time. Maybe it looked good. Um, he also put on a pair of black sunglasses. Ooh. I am not entirely sure. I found different sources saying he put these on at different times. Okay. I've heard them say he put them on uh, shortly after takeoff. I've heard them say he put them them on halfway through the whole hijacking situation. Yeah, because I heard he put them on like halfway through and yeah. everyone's like, what was the point? <laughs> yeah, so I think he put them on pretty soon after takeoff because yeah, okay. otherwise it wouldn't make smart. any sense. <laughs> so shortly this is another thing shortly either after takeoff or just before he handed a note to the flight attendant florence who at first she ignored it because she was she thought he was hitting on her this is literally <laughs> it he they were so used to getting given their um like phone numbers lonely businessman's phone numbers oh. yeah so she was like okay thanks yeah, <laughs> just like, like i'll just add that to my 20 others <laughs> yeah literally just like put it away in her pocket or purse or whatever yeah um, and then apparently he like leaned over to, over to her and like quietly was like, um, miss, I have a bomb here and I'd like you to sit oh, by me. Fuck. Yeah. He was like, he was like, you should look at that note because I have a bomb. I didn't know he said that. I thought he was just like, look at the note. No. I didn't realize he was like, uh, bitch, I got a bomb. I want you to look at that note. Yeah. He's I mean, like, that's very desperate if you want someone to take your number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, look at the note. I have a bomb. And then it is actually just his phone number. <laughs> So she took the seat next to him and Tina, the other flight attendant, noticed yeah. this. Yeah, she probably was like, what? Yeah. See, this is She's what... Like, I'm doing all the work over here. Get up. <laughs> well, this is where I see it, saw in some sources she noticed it because they were like just about to take off. Oh. So she was getting ready to sit down, like yeah. buckle up. Um, and Florence had sat next to this dude and she was like, um, what's going on here then? I'd be like, ooh, does she like, does she like him? Yeah, but then... I've got a dirty mind. Then Florence, either she dropped this note or she handed it to Tina. I don't know. Again, different sources say different things. Either way, Tina ended up with the note that said, I have a bomb, sit next to me. So Tina... Did did Tina sit down as well? (laughs) (laughs) 
She actually did. Oh, okay. <laughs> Not now. Okay. What Tina did was she immediately got on the phone to the pilot and was like, yo, um, there's a dude with there's a, a bomb. bomb. We're being hijacked, motherfucker. And apparently, like, hijackers were very common back then. Yeah, they were. Yeah. They, it was like a proper, like, air pirate situation. Yeah, because there just was no security. No. So people were like, yeah, we'll take a plane. Yeah. <laughs> so like, random. Weird as heck. Um, so while Florence was sat next to, we're going to call him Dan Cooper. Yeah. That's his name. Because it's just easier. We don't know if that was his real name or not. Uh, he showed her. He like briefly opened the briefcase and was like, here's the bomb. And oh. it was like exactly what you think of like an old school bomb, like some big old red sticks attached <laughs> to like a battery looking thing. I was just imagining a load of red wires. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is old school bomb, Stacey. I'm not into, I don't know bombs. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, so, so it's just like a dynamite kind of yeah, thing that like you see in the cartoon. Yeah, okay. like a dynamite bomb. Oh, wow. Where'd you get that from? Bruh. We don't know. Like, <laughs> Dan, <laughs> Dan Cooper was, he was a whole other breed of human being. He was dank. <laughs> so, yeah, Florence has seen this bomb and he starts to, he's like, I need you to take a note down. And he's reading off his list of demands. So he demands for $200,000, which nowadays is equivalent to around $1.3 million. Oh, nice. Cushy. Like, how crazy is that difference? I'm sorry. Oh, inflation, like... is, it blows my mind. Inflation just doesn't work in my brain. I'm like, sorry, how um, are we supposed to survive anymore? Well, it's like my mum's was like, we bought our house for 25 grand. And I'm yeah. like, 25 grand? But actually, it would have been more than that in today's money, but still less than what we have to pay now. Yeah. It freaking blows my mind. It's crazy. Um, so he, yeah, he asked for $200,000 in, now we're not sure whether he said negotiable American currency or whether that is then like a later thing that the pilot kind of relayed to mm-hmm. people down on the ground. Oh, okay. But this is what it says here. So negotiable American currency in $20 bills by 5 p.m. He also wanted four parachutes, two primary and two reserve, or two front and two back, um, and a fuel truck standing by in Seattle to refuel the aircraft upon arrival. Why did he want four? Well, see, I go on to talk about this later, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it now. They think it was to make the people on the ground think he was taking a hostage. Oh, okay. So, where have I got to? Yes, so of course. Then. <laughs> so Florence went to take the note to the pilot, so he could contact the ground to get the bloke's yeah, demands. Yeah. At some point, Cooper took back the original note about the bomb. So the note oh, that he'd given so it doesn't to her like, exists exactly, it's which is pretty him. damn smart because yeah, he smart. left very little evidence. Apart from well, I would. <laughs> the only um, the only like, what's the word? thing of his handwriting that they actually had to go on was Example, yeah was the flight ticket or whatever it was oh, they had like back sign- in the day yeah they probably he- had to like sign in or something yeah because that's yeah. what he wrote his name on which is how we know that he went by the name dan cooper i wonder if like if he's just jumping ahead like whatever but if he was around after this i wonder how annoyed he was <laughs> like or whether he was annoyed or whether he's like yeah they've changed it again like they'll He's never like, find me that actually sounds pretty cool i'm gonna use that next time yeah <laughs> so tina mucklow ended up being the one to sit beside him for the rest of the flight because oh, as God, florence, i would hate that yeah because as florence got up to 
give the note to the captain, captain, <laughs> to the pilot. Yeah. We're not on a ship. He might be, but isn't there a thing where they have like different, they go up in I the pilot. I guess that's true. I swear some of them are like captains. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's not, maybe Who that's an RAF thing. I don't know. Um, yeah, so after Florence got up to leave, he then said to Tina, come sit next to sit me. Sit next to me, baby. To, and then he also showed her the bomb inside the briefcase. Oh, can you stop showing everyone your bomb? Man, Jesus. he's like excited about this bomb. He's like, guys, I made it myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I found a really good Rolling Stone interview with Tina Mucklow, which is cool. Oh, cool. Because she was like pretty silent about the whole thing. So she was like loads of people had conspiracy theories where they were like she must be in on it she's not talking about it and blah 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 but then she finally had like this interview with rolling stone um so she talks in an interview about how after she saw the bomb she thought she was gonna be sick like she saw it and she looked at the bath bag in the front seat and was like instead of grabbing for the bath bag i started to pray which i think is really sweet um and she prayed for everyone on the flight including dan cooper oh such kind kind soul she sounds lovely i mean i guess it worked yeah (laughs) so were there a lot of other people on the flight because in my brain i just imagined he was like the only one there was 23 i have written it 36 there were 36 passengers on the flight and they didn't know what was going on at the time they had no idea mate that's mental yeah so while she was sitting next to him she was then the one that would use the interphone at the back of the plane and she'd like relay messages back and forth from him to the cockpit i feel like if i was on this flight i'd be like "Mm, what's going on over there like i'd be because we we do the podcast as well but like i would just be really curious like and on a small flight yeah like and you're bored and it's the 70s and it's like what you it's not like you're gonna be well, I suppose they had TV. <laughs> I don't know, but it's not like you're, you're not on your phone. Not on an airplane. I don't know when they came in. Because do you remember being like sometimes when you go on really old flights and they have those massive box TVs? Yeah, maybe only like one right at the very front. Yeah, but this was a small plane, so I think it so was probably, probably didn't have just anything. yeah. Yeah, so they were probably bored out of their faces. It's they like, must have been so freaking chill, like <laughs> no one had a clue what was going on. Yeah. Like Tina and Florence, man, like they were incredible. Yeah, they just are just like chill. They must have like kept their cool so good, which they, you'd have to do. Yeah, if it if it got mental up there, like if people just started to like yeah. freak out. Yeah. Oh no, I'd hate to be in that situation. Literally. So there's a quote from Tina, and she says, "I was there for the hijacker to kind of keep him feeling safe, reassured, comfortable, and not detonating that bomb." Yeah. Hell yeah, Tina. Hell yeah, Tina. <laughs> power to tina exactly so the messages go to the pilot he contacts whoever he needs to contact and the northwest orient the northwest orient's president donald nyrop authorized payment of the ransom and ordered all employees to cooperate fully with the hijackers demand oh okay i guess this was just like the thing back then was like, we don't want anyone to get hurt. We'll just do what they say. Yeah, because now, I mean, I t- it's weird because they're like, oh, we don't negotiate. They with never, terrorists. like, yeah. Because then it, it, it's like in, um, oh, what's it called? Uh, South Africa. Mm. They do, like, a lot of families, they will just give the money, give in oh, because, okay, and that's yeah. why there are so many. Yeah. Because they just know that they'll get money yeah. out of it. So, but I would do the same thing. 
Yeah. Like if, if a family member would, Absolutely. I'd be like, uh, yeah, okay, let me just sell everything I own. Here's <laughs> 20 pounds. Yeah. But you know, I would do what I could. Literally. So the flight was only meant to be 30 minutes long. But they ended up in the air for nearly two hours while they gathered together all the things that Cooper had demanded. From the Rolling Stones interview. Wait, and the people didn't notice that no. they were on the plane. Well, no. <laughs> this is the other thing. The pilot obviously was like, we're just having a little technical difficulties. We're just going to circle the air for a few hours to burn some fuel while uh, these things are sorted out. Oh, yeah. I've been on an airplane that does that. Where you where you've missed your slot, so you literally and you you watch the other plane that's like circling at the same time as you, like opposite, <laughs> and you're just like looking out the window, like <laughs> I love flying, but yeah, and you're just like, oh okay, we're just hanging out up here for a bit then. I had sorry, just to go off on a quick tangent. Um, from I'm guessing re- researching this case, I had the most vivid, intense dream about an airplane crash. Oh no, like so felt so real i mean there's no crash in this yeah um yeah. i think i was just thinking about airplanes yeah and my and brain that's goes, a natural thing <laughs> yeah like catastrophe to happen um it was so real so freaking real and we crashed into the ocean and then but i survived and i like oh. swam to an island <laughs> that's where you lived your days and then i probably came along and was like do you want me to call an ambulance no and then <laughs> shit got weird and there was and the pilot of my plane was actually she she crashed the plane on purpose <gasps> because she was like a snake hypnotizer and she was Jesus like a witch Christ. and she sacrificed kittens for her powers have you been watching um <laughs> what was it called like black cherry or something i can't oh. remember the name of it i don't oh. know where any of that came that, from that's very uh <laughs> that's very similar <laughs> oh. so anyway thanks for that little little insight into your brain yeah <laughs> i like that going back to the case Despite all this going on, like we said, the pilot and flight attendants remained calm and did an amazing job keeping all the passengers completely unaware of the situation. They eventually landed in Seattle and Cooper allowed the 36 passengers off the plane in return for the money and parachutes. With the passengers still being like, we have arrived. Yeah, they have no idea. There's such Time dumb little tourists. tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine being one of the passengers on that flight and later finding out well that's what i was thinking like later they'll be like wait <laughs> literally, what literally i don't even remember that guy wait what or one of them was probably like oh that guy was so hot <laughs> those glasses were so cool <laughs> and it's like yeah sorry but he actually hijacked that place yeah i reckon they would have kind of liked him because nothing bad happened to them this is the thing okay i reckon like, thought he was like oh, researching cool. this case and it, well, even other people that have kind of covered this pe- case and research it and stuff, they're like, DB, Dan Cooper, he was like a pretty sick dude. Yeah, nobody really has anything negative to say about him. No one got hurt. He was actually really nice, which I go on to talk about in a little bit. Um, yeah. And he just like freaking disappeared. Oh, yeah. And just took a load of money. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Oh, so wow. he, yeah. So he let all the passengers go, but he wanted two pilots, a flight engineer, and Tina. To remain on the plane. Oh, he's like, sorry, Florence. I know I liked you at the beginning, but Tina's my girl now. <laughs> I would, I would, a hundred percent have had like Stockholm syndrome as Tina, and I'd be like, take me with you. I'd be like, I'll, co- I'll take one of the parachutes, and I'll come with you. We're in this together now. He'd be like, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so he wanted Tina to be the one to go and get the things like off the plane uh, from the. Yeah, thing and, bring and then bring it back. To the plane. Also, if I was Florence, <laughs> I would be like, "What's wrong with me? 
I would literally take offense. I would be so offended. I'm like, but I talked to him first, Tainer. Like, <laughs> yeah, I would have been, um, I'd have been in, uh, genuinely offended by I would have been really offended. <laughs> That's where our psyche is. Yeah. Like, We're not you? okay. We are not. We're just crazy. Why doesn't everyone love me? <laughs> Um, so, <clears throat> there are a few, li- there were a few, oh, I can't say this word. I've written it down so many times as well. Refueling? Yeah, refueling. <clears throat> the refueling process was delayed and Cooper eventually grew pretty impatient with this. They are, so I read an article or a, or something that said they think he, because he seemed to know this plane so well. Oh, okay. That they think he knew how long it took to refuel the plane. Oh, so he was like, you're fucking yeah. with me. Yeah, so he was like, this shouldn't take so long. And he sent a note to the crew saying, let's get this show on the road. Oh, I love that. <laughs> He's so cool. He's so freaking cool, man. <laughs> so he outlined his flight plan to the cockpit crew. And he'd insisted on Mexico City as the destination. Now, he wanted the plane to be flown in like a really particular way. So he ordered the pilot to remain below an altitude of 10,000 feet and to keep the airspeed below 150 knots, which would make it easy for him to jump out of the plane, basically. Oh, okay. I mean, they didn't know that he was going to necessarily... I mean, he asked for the parachutes, but... He he's asking to be taken to a specific destination. Yeah. Um. So they don't really know what's going on at this point. Well, maybe they think, oh, he's got them because he's worried. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say something else, but you might say it in a minute. So. A rude. Whoa. Bruh. That is. <laughs> bruh. That is so loud. <laughs> that is unnecessarily loud. Somebody taking their bin out outside. The volume got- in this bus is astronomical. <laughs> Um, so this is another this is another reason that they think that he knew like loads about the plane or flying or you know because you can't just be some random dude and know exactly. I wouldn't be able to go and be like, oh, I'm gonna do this and I'll 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 know how to pull a cord on a yeah parachute and, and I need stuff. it at ten thousand feet at one hundred and fifty knots. Yeah, I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, I know we can Google stuff, but I I wouldn't. I literally would not be. I'd be like, I'm not doing that. I'd be fine. Literally. I'll wing it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he also specified that the landing gear remained deployed in takeoff and landing position, the wing flaps to be lowered to 15 degrees, and the cabin remain unpressurized. Wow. So he really knew planes. Yeah, he knew his shit. So reasons for, like, the unpressurized, unpressurized. <laughs> okay, Yoda. <laughs> Reasons for it to be like unpressurized and stuff um, is because we think that he knew that you can like breathe normally at 10,000 feet without it being like pressurized. Oh, okay. Um, And if the cabin had equalized pressure inside and out, there wouldn't be like a violent gust of wind when the stairs then opened. Oh, wow. So he's... He's on it. He's a smart dude. Mm. I bet he's got an encyclopedia at home because he hasn't got the internet. Oh, did they have it? No, did they in the seventies? Well, it wouldn't have not not like in your house. No, No. that wasn't until like the nineties, was it? Yeah, I think it was around like probably late eighties. That was the nineties was when everyone sort of kind of started to get it. So 
the pilot was like, listen here, because of the way you want this plane to be flown, we're going to have to refuel again before yeah, we get to Mexico Yeah, because it's going to create so much City. drag. Exactly. Yeah. So he discussed with Cooper and the crew and agreed that they were going to refuel again in Reno, Tahoe. Tahoe? Tahoe. 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 In Reno, Tahoe. I think, yeah, Tahoe. International Airport. Sorry, nobody in America listens to Anyway, in, in Reno. They're going to stop off in Reno Wait, to refuel if, the plane again. I don't know if that is even in America. <laughs> Your face. No one fucking cares. It's fine. <sighs> so he wanted the aircraft to take off with the exit door and the stairs open and extended. So this plane... Did I mention what this plane was? I'm not sure if I did, actually. I think you have. You've said what model it was. It's, anyway, I'll mention it again. It's a Boeing 727. Mm. So this type of plane had like those stairs that opened underneath at the bottom, uh, at the back. Oh, I've never... Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've like rather than the side, it's like underneath at like the bum of the plane. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's fancy. Yeah. I want to go on one of them. Yeah. So he. Oh, plane's butt. <laughs> <laughs> do they even exist anymore? They must do. Well, there's a Boeing seven three seven, but I don't know about a seven two seven. God, don't ask me about planes. I ain't got no idea. That's the only one I know. It's because it always gets complaints, doesn't it? I don't know. <laughs> we'll just stay out of the sky. It's fine. However, this. Sorry. <laughs> you really needed me to fill there while you had a little moment, and I was sipping wine. Sorry about that, everyone. It's fine, honey. That's a little break for everyone. <laughs> Having these uh, stairs and like the door open and stuff for taking off was like a no-no. The pilot was like, sorry, we can't. It's too unsafe. Okay. Yeah. So- wait, imagine. Wait, all the other passengers that don't know what's going on. They've gone by now. Just, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm still thinking they're sat there reading their magazines and they're just like, why is the back of the they're plane open? They're just chilling. Yeah. I'm struggling to breathe a little bit. Here. <laughs> why is it so cold? Yeah, so the yeah, they they couldn't they couldn't take off with the with the um doors already open. Cuz it was too dangerous. So he decided that Tina was going to like teach him how to open these stairs while oh, they were flying. Right, okay. No, I'm confused cuz he should have maybe he was like maybe it wasn't Maybe it was possible that they could have taken off with the stairs down, but it was like not it very would be safe. Unstable, yeah. So, because he knows so much about this plane and planes and stuff already, surely he'd have known that. Maybe he's like, "You guys are being pussy ass bitches." Yeah. Maybe he. Well, because he knows what he's about to do. Yeah. Which but he jump- doesn't know how to open these stairs. Yeah, but that makes me think that maybe. Because let's say I don't know for argument's sake, he's an engineer, mm. so he knows stuff about pla- like he's a plane engineer or whatever well see but he might not know this spe- specific oh no it's that word again <laughs> specific i did it it's fine that like the exact of every maybe plane. and but also then he, he's willing to take a risk whereas they're not because it later go it like I, d- I haven't written it down but i remember reading i think it was in the rolling stones interview that when she was like teaching him how to open it or when he was like asking you know how does this thing work she was like, I'm not sure if it can be opened while we're flying. And he oh, was like, okay. 
it can. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he knows that it can be opened. Yeah. He just doesn't know how. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> that confuses me, but okay. Yeah, that's... Listen, he can't know everything. He's already doing such a great job, guys. He's doing so good. He's so good. <laughs> so eventually they get refueled. He's got so his parachutes. Good. He's got his money in his $20 bills. This was another thing. The reason he asked for them in $20 bills is because if they were in any smaller amounts, they would have been too heavy for when he jumped out of the plane. Oh, okay. And if they were any bigger amounts, they would have been harder to get to rid get of. To get rid of, yeah. I mean, even now, like, if you have a £50 note, which is, I probably get one a year. It's not yeah. often. But everyone's always like, I just need my manager. I'm just going to write this pen on it. I'm going to rub oh, it on yeah. stuff. I'm like, it's literally passing every test. I used now. to have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I Weird, remember that. Every time I got a 50, be like, yeah. let me have a look. Yeah. So approximately 7.40pm, the Boeing 727 took off. Now, two F. 106 fighter aircrafts yeah this is what i was gonna say before yeah they followed behind the yeah the airplane one above it and one below like out of cooper's view apparently i have no idea if he knew they were following well they if you know when you're on a plane you can only see yeah that's true so far and also it's loud in a plane like he's not going to be hearing like especially if it's a small plane because normally they're like they're so freaking loud (laughs) oh i hate them yeah i hate them i have to always go in like a propeller plane when i go and visit mum and dad and it's like i don't like oh my god i hate don't even hate propeller planes so now we're in the air we're flying we're on our way to I love that little. <laughs> what you can't see is her little hand movement of an aeroplane <laughs> and just gazing at me, going flying, and it's coming towards me. We're on me. our way to Reno. Reno. That's Reno. what I said. Yeah, Reno. Tahoe. Tahoe. I love how you have to say it in the accent every time. Um, and after takeoff, Cooper told McCl- uh, Tina. I've written her down as McClough, but I prefer to say Tina. Cooper told Tina to head to the cockpit with the rest of the crew and remain there. Oh, he sent her away. He sent her away. Cold motherfucker. That's so what he is. So <laughs> the last she saw of him, he appeared to be getting ready with the parachute. He was given like an instruction thing on how to use the parachute. And he was like, I don't need that. Oh. <laughs> he was like, I know what I'm doing. Okay. Now, approximately. If I was him, I would have been like, oh, yeah, great. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> just in case. Like, just to try and mix it up a bit. That's so true. Know. That's true. That would have been good, wouldn't it? Because yeah. then they would have been like, he's a dumb idiot. Yeah, maybe he's not so clever. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is. He is. I take it back. I take it back, Dan. <laughs> At approximately 8 p.m., a warning, light, a warning light flashed in the cockpit, indicating that the air stair apparatus had been activated oh the butt of the plane is open it's opening the pilots asked on the cabin intercom if cooper needed assistance they were like cooper uh, are you need of any assistance back there and he was like no i love how you did the <laughs> <laughs> this is the last message they ever heard from cooper did he actually reply then yeah he said no uh, was that on like the phone at the yeah back? oh wow no i miss him already gone from our lives i've been looking i've been researching this case and looking up so much about him like i feel like i know this guy man we're practically married (laughs) (laughs) now approximately 8 13 p.m the aircraft's tail section sustained a sudden upward movement which they assumed to be cooper jumping from the stairs this was like enough of a movement that the that the pilot had to almost like correct the, the flying sort of thing 
that's weird. Yeah, I didn't think it would make that much of a difference. Unless he's like using it as like a springboard <laughs> and he's just like boing <laughs> off the edge. <laughs> so they didn't want to check, like even though they'd assumed that he jumped mm-hmm. because there was like this weird yeah, movement they were scared and, and vibration and stuff going on. Um, they didn't want to check as he told them to remain in the cockpit. Oh, so that like, yeah, don't come out. Yeah, I would be like. No, so they okay. were scared. He had a remember. He's got a bomb. Did he jump with the bomb or did he leave it? Yeah, he did. No, what an idiot. I know. Why would you take... Well... What's going to happen when you land? Well, we don't even know if this thing was real. Oh, that's very true. <laughs> Probably wasn't. I don't... I, I don't think sure. you'd have taken it with you. Because... Unless he, like, because you deactivated can't... it before he flew. Uh, before he jumped. What, when he sent her in there? Yeah. Maybe that... Yeah, maybe he didn't want her to see that. Yeah. Okay, so... If, Okay, for argument's sake, maybe it's not. No, but it's dynamite. If you hit dynamite, it's going to explode, right? Is that how it works? Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't know yeah, how it works. Is dynamite different? Who knows? I don't know. I would I imagine no if you idea. chucked it, it might... Oh, I don't know. Someone's going to be like, actually, I think you'll find it needs uh, fire to light it. <laughs> no, it can't, because it's a bomb. So it's not like he's got a lighter on him and he's going to just light the dynamite. No, yeah, that's true. It's it connected to like a battery thing, they said, is what it looked like. Yeah, so, so it's not fire that needs to start it. No. Or chemical reaction. Maybe well, we don't know if it was dynamite. They were just apparently they were just red sticks. Who knows what it was? It has to be dynamite. It must be. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah. There's no other red stick bomb, right? <laughs> no Did it not have big black letters that had dynamite? Dynamite. It, like it does in the cartoon. <laughs> now at 10:15 p.m., the plane landed in Reno, Nevada. Oh, it is in America. Okay. The pilot called out over the intercom. Cooper, are you all right back there? Do you need any assistance? Uh, but there was no. He's so professional. Answer. He's so professional. Like, do you want some help, buddy? This pilot is a nice. Like everyone in this story is so, so nice. nice. They're like, even the passengers are like, well, we had a nice time. <laughs> They're like, that flight was brilliant. Thanks oh, so we got much. Got a little bit extra in the sky. How lovely. <laughs> now, now the plane has landed. The FBI agents, the state troopers, the sheriff's deputies and the police, they were all there, obviously. This is a big freaking deal. Yeah, obviously. They didn't approach the plane because they weren't sure if the bomb was, like, going to go off. But Captain Scott, this is his... I didn't write his name down for some reason. Captain Scott. But this is amazing. His name was Captain Scott. That's pretty cool. Confirmed... I just want to be like, Captain Scarlet... (laughs) He confirmed that Cooper was no longer aboard, Badass. leaving them to assume he must have jumped from the plane well, how else would into the out? night along the flight. Did any of the passengers see him? The passengers weren't on the plane. Not now. Oh, yeah, they did. Before, Okay, because I was like, well, what if he's the co-pilot? Yeah, because this is what the... Um, uh, like the description comes from obviously the the flight attendants, oh, right, and, okay. but also passengers that saw him. Okay, because if it was just the flight attendants, then I'd be like, well, they could be paid off. But if, yeah. it's, if it's passengers that saw him, then fine. I'll remove that theory from my brain. <laughs> so the FBI bomb squad, they head onto the plane and they were like having a look. And after 30 minutes, they said, it's gone. There's no sign. Took him a while. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, it could be anywhere. They had to check in all the little cabin compartments yeah, and everything. Fair, fair, fair. So, so yeah, we're left with an empty plane, no bomb, no money, no money, no Cooper. 
No sunglasses. No sunglasses. <laughs> he took them. He was a badass. He literally yeah, but he left jumped something. out into the midnight. Well, it was a midnight. Into the dark ass, rainy ass sky. Yeah, what were those fight With his glasses. The fire jets. What were they doing? They couldn't see shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why were they even there? I, I don't know. I, mean, oh. I was going to say maybe if it blew up, but then they didn't need to see it. Oh, oh do you know what I forgot to mention? There was something that was... left on the plane, by the way. Yeah, I know, I know. Sorry, oh, sorry, I just want to go back quickly. I might insert this um, right into earlier on. Okay. Um, in the bit where it says the flight was only meant to be 30 minutes, but they ended up being in the air for nearly two hours mm-hmm. while they gathered together all the things that Cooper had demanded, Tina says that she later learned that they were in like a holding pattern over the water to keep the plane and people inside it from raining down on the people below if the bomb Shut went off. Shut up. Right? Oh, that's dark. Isn't that freaking creepy as shit? And the pilot would have known that. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, I'm yeah. one of the bodies. Oh, that's horrible. I, I don't I don't like that. No, that that like, the way it like was if worded If that starts happening when I'm on an airplane, I'm going to be like, why aren't we over the, the land? <laughs> oh my God, don't. Why are we over the sea? <laughs> oh God. I'm going to be like, why are we circling the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> what are you expecting to happen? Oh, that's awful. Sorry. <laughs> Disgusting. Oh, that yeah, that's awful. Thanks. Thanks for that little nugget of information. So, yeah, we're on the ground. What do we do now? The investigation begins. Ooh. That's what I've written down here. I was like, this is dramatic. This is dramatic <laughs> as fuck. And then we just laughed the way through it. <laughs> so after checking over the plane, they found very little evidence left by Cooper. However, he had left behind his clip-on tie <gasps> with his Mother of Pearl tie clasp. Do you think he left that for Tina? <gasps> Maybe he did. Maybe he did. They were in love. <laughs> Forbidden love. People are like, that was a traumatic experience for her. How dare you? Yeah, sorry, Tina. <laughs> sorry, Tina. We're just, we're, we're just saying, fun. look, you didn't die. Okay. Nobody died. Just That's how we would have felt in this situation. We're just putting our feelings. We'd have been like, don't take that as evidence. That was left for me. Can I please have it? <laughs> um, he also left two of the parachutes. Ooh. One of which had been opened and two shroud lines cut from the canopy. Now, oh. they think two things. He might have um, done this to, like, take the parachute out and then put the money in. But then uh-huh. they later were like, oh, they think they cut. he cut the lines from the canopy so he could then just tie it round himself, like the money round himself. Oh, okay. So he needed a Because obviously he's like, how the hell am I going to hold this money? I'm jumping out of a plane. Yeah, literally. So they think he either put it in the other parachute he took mm-hmm. so the front parachute either put it in there yeah. or tied it around him okay or Imagine maybe if the yeah. first one didn't work right yeah. let's just say right the first parachute doesn't work and he's like fuck i'm gonna have to use the second one yeah and all the money just goes <laughs> boom, and he's like fuck and he can't see because it's the it's dark and he's just like well i can't what if that's what actually happens because we go on later to talk about that's what i wonder oh my god could you fucking imagine also the other thing that i thought was really bizarre because i've never jumped out of a plane my sister has but i haven't so i don't really know how it works but i never knew that it was out of the bum of the plane well it's not not always no 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 i know not normally but in this case oh in this place so yeah i was imagining him jumping out of the airplane and just getting like 
sucked oh, into like the airplane. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so no. I, my brain could never work out. I was like, but how did he jump out of an airplane that's not built for jumping out of airplane? He aer- jumped out its bottom. He went out the butt. Bottom. <laughs> bottom. Bottom. Um, what were we on to? Oh, yeah. So what he left behind. So his tie, the two other parachutes. He also left behind. Get this. Wow. Eight cigarette butts. Because he was a oh, bit of a yeah, smoker. Yeah, yeah. He like chain He was probably smoked. quite stressed. He wasn't apparently. Oh. He was like oh, so, so, he was just like, so chill. Yeah, just, he just smoked. Eight cigarettes in two hours. <sighs> he smoked and he loved a good old bourbon. Oh. Bourbon? Bourbon? How do you say it? Bourbon? Uh, bourbon, I bourbon. think. Bourbon. Bourbon is the biscuits. Yeah, bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I didn't blink an eye when you said it, but then it was only when you said the right one that I was like, no way. He loved that. a bloody fag and a bourbon biscuit. <laughs> So yeah, they've got these eight cigarette butts that he's been smoking. Yeah, you're like, fuck yeah, DNA evidence. It was the seventies. No, bitch, they lost them. (gasps) No, (laughs) they're so dumb. Why are you dumb? Like they're so dumb. Yeah, so that's great. Um, now we'll come back to the tie a bit later, or will we? I can't remember if I actually looked up the evidence that's on that tie. Um. If we do, we do. If we don't, I hope you forget about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. No one cares. Because <laughs> the, the tie ended up having like some sort of like interesting evidence on it. Another thing was the the tie clasp was yeah. on the left side, so they were like uh, maybe he was left-handed. Okay. Which like they were when they were looking at suspects and stuff. They yeah. were Like mm, if they're left-handed, more they of a chance going for the lefties. Yeah. But for now, we'll focus on the search for him. All right. I just don't get why he didn't take the tie. Yeah, like, and the cigarette butts. Well, this was a thing, yeah. Okay, so there's a BuzzFeed Unsolved video on this. And it fucking, I mean, most of them always make me laugh. This one really made me laugh. <laughs> They're talking about how, like, he's wearing, like, the most inappropriate clothing to be jumping out yeah, of an yeah, airplane. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's got fancy shoes on. He's, he's going to be fucking, frozen. A fucking trench coat. Like, you can't yeah, jump what? out of a plane in a oh, trench no. coat. No. <laughs> so. He would have frozen to death, surely. Who bloody knows? Oh, well, remember, God. they're only 10,000 feet. Like, he's not. No, not but like... it was cold, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was November. Oh, fuck. He's dead. Well, he's definitely dead now. Well, I don't know. No, 70... he could be like, I think it was like 90 now or something, is it? Blimey. Something like that. Or, yeah. or that was in something. Yeah, if he was like so in the 40s. He might have been. If he, yeah, they said he was in his 40s. Yeah. So yeah, he'd be in his 90s. So yeah, next thing they need to focus on is whereabouts he, so they want to look for him, obviously. So they're trying to figure out when he jumped out of this plane. Now, the pilot, Captain Scott. Captain Scarlet. <laughs> he took note of when they felt that, like, weird upward motion. Oh, okay. Um, And they also had, like, a brief change in, like, cabin pressure, which is when they believed, like, he jumped from the plane. Okay. Um, they later tried to recreate this by pushing a 91 kg sled out of the plane to see if oh, that God. was what, like, if it was him was leaving that, the plane caused the... Was that over the sea, though? <laughs> It must have been. And also, I'm like. They're worried about the bodies, but if they push that out to land on someone, that's pretty hard. I'm like, why do you push a sled? Couldn't you have got one of them dummies? Like Like a crash test dummy. I'm pretty sure they were around in the 70s. Very odd. Um, But yeah, they did this to test to see if it caused the same, like, 
upward motion of the yeah. plane, which it did. So they were like, we're pretty sure that yeah. was caused by him jumping out. Yeah. So yeah, the, the captain had noted when that he, he felt this along his flight path. Good captain. Which meant they thought they could so they kind, can of kind of work out where narrow he down where he jumped yeah. out and and the like landing destination. Yeah. So. It is important to note, however, that Cooper and the pilot did agree on the destination to refuel, but they didn't agree on, like, the particular route that the pilot was going to fly. So that meant that even though, like, Cooper knew where they were going, he didn't know what route they were going to be taking. See, that seems very important to to talk to the pilot about. Very important. If he knows so much about airplanes, I wonder if he just didn't know they have different flight paths. Well, he must. He must. He must have done. He can't have been that dumb. Yeah. I mean, he's he's a hottie, so maybe he's a dummy. I don't know. <laughs> but he can't. Yeah, he can't be. So yeah, so it's like he couldn't have guaranteed where he was jumping out. And the other thing yeah. was, because it was nighttime now at this point, and it was like they were in like a rainy ass storm type thing, he couldn't see shit. So it's not like even if he didn't know, like, say he was a pilot, so he knew all these different routes. Okay, yeah. He still might not have been able to tell where the hell he was because he couldn't see anything. And not only that, even let's say he could tell. Well, I, you wouldn't know which one he was going to pick. So yeah. You couldn't tell someone to come and pick you up. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. There'd exactly. be no rendezvous point. Exactly. I wonder if he didn't know that. Jumps out, not in the right place. Yeah. Dead. Maybe. Just dies of like he probably thought I don't need anything because I'm getting picked up, but mm-hmm. gets fucked. So they so anyway they had this like area where they think he could have landed. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh with this whole landing zone, I've just copied and pasted this out of Wikipedia because mm-hmm. I didn't know where it was. And if it's fact, it's fact. It's just fact. fact. So just bear with me while I reread this out to you. So they placed Cooper's landing zone within an area on the southernmost outreach of Mount St. Helens. Also, can I just say, sorry, just quickly. I don't think it can be plagiarism if you're telling us where you're getting it from. Oh, okay. Do you know what I mean? It's a source. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think. Sorry, read read that again, sorry. So they placed Cooper's landing zone within an area on the southernmost outreach of Mount St. Helens, a few miles southeast of Ariel, Washington, near Lake Merwin, an artificial lake formed by a dam on the Lewis River. Those sort of lakes scare the shit out of me. Do they? Why? Because I just imagine a dam, like, and then you look over and that's the edge of the dam. Ooh, My yeah. dad was at, when he, him and his mate, when they were younger, went to America and they were like on a dam thing. A damn thing. But they were like on a da- and um, my I think my dad's friend had rowed out with a load of beers, and they they'd both been like swimming in different things. Yeah. And my dad's like on the. I think this is how it is. My dad's like on the coast, and then <laughs> John's like waving at my dad, and my dad's like, "Well, hi, hi." Oh god! And he's fucking sinking. Oh god! <laughs> he's like, like he's like, no, I'm drowning. Oh <laughs> shit! I think my dad and him have been like smoking some stuff or whatever. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, cool, man, whatever. Was he okay? Yeah, he was fine. Okay. He's still around. Like, he was then like best man and different things. But yeah, like, <laughs> poor guy who's just there, like, can you fucking help me? And my dad's like, yeah, man, <laughs> chill, chill. Oh, Jesus. Don't ever wave at me. Just do, I don't know, do don't something. Wave at me. 
I'll just let me like, know you're drowning oh, in a different way. Fuck. <laughs> Should I just put two fingers up and you like <laughs> This is a bad situation. That'll be that'll just make me think that's even more just you being a <laughs> That's just being me. Being me. <laughs> that would literally just me, 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 me. I'm like there's a shark. Wee So they focus their efforts. Their, their search effort fucking hell their search efforts I like how you've lost your non-swearing thing now as well was I not swearing you said the other well I said I thought oh, I swore yeah, too much and you did. were like yeah I swear too much I don't think you swear too much okay good it's fine. search efforts focused on Clark and Cowlitz counties encompassing the terrain immediately south and north respectively of the Lewis River in southwest west Washington well done now let's bear in mind what was that that was me kicking the chair oh i thought someone was putting like a plate down in the kitchen and i was like there's nobody here shut it's up it's fine there's nobody here okay. there's no juju that was me that was me tell me next time you kick something now when i say all these words and these places to you do they mean shit no no they don't mean anything to me either luckily i've watched videos and i've seen pictures of um i know big places like when you said nevada yeah you know we know the big but like obviously the this exact location i've heard of like mounts and helens but nothing else i tell you what we'll do on the instagram guys we've got an instagram the mysterium well underscore podcastium yeah we'll tell you about it later i'll put put it in in the show notes notes. yeah um jinx we'll put a picture and so you can see yeah you can have an idea now bear in mind this area in which they think he could have landed is all rough as heck terrain it's like mountains and forests and shit like that and it's november so there's snow and it's cold it's just all round not a good time to be wandering not around for loafers and a suit <laughs> not and a for loafers and a freaking pressed like white shirt <laughs> Um, he also jumped I wrote down he also jumped from the plane at night in a storm like yeah. the balls on this dude I feel like this was an elaborate like suicide plan if I'm <laughs> honest genuinely <laughs> like when when researching it loads of sources are like he was so smart but also he came across so oh, dumb dumb like do what? you think he burnt the money to stay warm who freaking knows maybe who knows so this I feel is why like they should have found his body. That's yes, where I'm confused by the whole I'm thing. His a million body times should confused. have been found. Yeah, 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 a hundred percent. So this is why so many people, like obviously where he landed, loads of people are like, "There's no way he survived, even if he survived the jump." They're yeah, like, yeah. "Even if he survived this jump, how the hell is he like surviving out in the wilderness in his suit and tie? Well, not a tie anymore. He left it in the oh plane." Oh my god, he's got no tie. <laughs> He's got no time. Oh. His outfit's incomplete. Oh, it looks so stupid now. <laughs> but also, or, because he knew a lot about planes, let's say there's four different w- ways to get to Reno. Yeah. So there's four different fi- flight plans. Maybe he's got four friends. Buddies. Maybe. This could be a whole crew thing. That's very true. And he's got people on all of the routes. That's so true. You know, Like waiting for him, for him yeah. <sighs> but then I'm like, would people have seen torches? I don't know. Well, you it's can dark. see, I guess, I guess depending, I'm not entirely sure on how stormy this night was. Like some say it was like a rainy night. Some say it was like a proper storm. Like, so I'm not right. sure how bad it was, but you know, you can normally see planes flying yeah. in the sky at yeah. night, can't you? Unless yeah, yeah. you know it's fucking cloudy as shit, but there could have been people yeah. out there being like, that's the plane he's on right now. That's Let's true. Go. could have had spotters. Yeah. And they're flying low. Very low, yeah. And so it's loud. Yep. So even if you're in a storm, you can hear it. That's so true. And there's two fucking 
fighter yeah. things yeah. following it, which probably making a lot of noise. Yeah, hard to miss reckon, if I, you can see it. I reckon it was too dark for him to see them. Because yeah. fighter jets probably don't have lights on them. Well, stuff. this is the thing. But imagine if he jumped out and was like, holy shit, there's a fucking fighter <laughs> plane behind me. Like, shit. <laughs> well, imagine seeing that. The two fighter jets, like, didn't see him jump out at all. Yeah, so they were, they were probably yeah. far enough back. So they, cu- they couldn't see because the vision was bad. I don't think so there's any question it. that he jumped out. No. Like, so they obviously, they just didn't see anything. That's fine. Because this is what I was wondering for a while. I was like, what if he just fucking hid in the fucking plane somewhere? Because he knows everything about it. What if he, like, hid in the vent? I don't know. Is there vents in a plane? Well, there's, like, different compartment things. I know, obviously, they checked the whole plane. Took them half an hour. Yeah. To check. Also, the other thing I was thinking... The other thing I was thinking was, I don't know exactly where they landed. Were they in, like the middle of the runway was there like a place he could quickly jump out the plane and fucking no, run I off? reckon they'd have seen him oh, okay yeah. because you know when you're on the like when you walk to a sometimes you don't get you don't go along the um tunnel you go like on the tarmac yeah. and then up onto the plane yeah you can see like under the plane it's so yeah, high that's up. true that's true i just don't think he could but <laughs> my brain was like what if he jumped on the fighter jet <laughs> and they just flew him away i want to know why he wanted the landing gear down the whole time like he wanted them to take off and yeah, fly and stuff with. Yeah, because he didn't need the landing gear. No, so that's weird. Unless he had backup plans. Maybe that's true. I don't know enough about planes. So, going back to it, let's talk about the dude. Let's talk about Cooper and his jump. Because obviously we've talked about how the fuck did he survive this jump? What's going on here? Yeah. Now Tina Mucklow recalled that he had appeared like super familiar with the local terrain like while they were flying over to seattle on like the first trip he was like looking out the window and he was like looks like tacoma down there oh okay so he knew where they were yeah so he could have been flying regularly yeah he like knew shit (laughs) he knew shit he knew shit he knew about flying (laughs) He also correctly mentioned that the McCord Air Force Base was only a 25-minute drive at the time from Seattle Airport. Ah, yeah, so he's done this route. Yeah, or he, he you know, been. he worked at the Air Force, Bay, Air Force Base. He was in the military. Who knows? This yeah, is all the stuff we go could into. Could be like Very a paraglider interesting. Yeah. So I, I wanted to, I have a like little side note on kind of how he behaved so we know kind of what he was like and stuff at the time. So Florence, like the first flight attendant, she described Cooper as calm, polite, and well-spoken. Not she's not a bit a bitch about it. To be honest, (laughs) I'm like he'd looked like shit. She was like he was dreamy. I love him. (laughs) Shut up, Tina. But he wasn't consistent, like with the the stereotypes of you know all the other kind of hijackers that they'd heard so he was never angry he wasn't enraged he wasn't he didn't come across he, like, as like kept a criminal the situation really calm yeah. which i think is the key yes i think if you start making people panic they do things that aren't predictable absolutely so i th- I feel like he he was like he was on it he was like no it's all cool yeah do you want a cigarette i'm having a cigarette like, yeah all chill yeah sit with me like yeah so tina- i wouldn't have minded it no i don't think i would have you know <laughs> i would have actually been like can i please have <laughs> A little bit of that cash for my troubles. I think it's hard. We know the outcome of it. We know he didn't kill That's anyone. So we're like, we can laugh about he it. He was so chill. He was so oh, nice. If he had killed one of those women, <laughs> I would be like, that piece of shit. Yeah, I yeah. hate him. So Tina actually told investigators, quote, 
he wasn't nervous. He seemed rather nice. He was never cruel or nasty. He was thoughtful and calm all the time. I feel like that says so, yeah. What did he do? Give her a back massage? No, actually, do you know what he did do? So when Florence was like freaking out about the situation, he like reassured her. I am so in love with this person (laughs) right now. Florence, babe, it's fine. Listen, like, oh, dreamy. What is wrong with me? I have a loving relationship. My boyfriend is great. He does things for me. Why am I like, he was nice to her? Oh my God. Our standards are so low. I think it's, I don't even know why. I've been in a relationship for 10 years, man. It's not like it's new. I'm very used to being treated like a queen. Yeah, you are. Um, so yeah, he like tried to reassure her and make her feel better about it. He also just he like ordered a second bourbon. Bourbon? Fuck. <laughs> bourbon. A bourbon. He ordered another bourbon. How would mind a biscuit? And he paid his drink tab and he attempted to give Tina he the change. Paid. Yeah. I'd be like, bitch, I've got a bum. I'm not doing I suppose he wants to look normal. He's nice. And he wants to look normal as well. He's though. thoughtful. Oh. He paid his drink tab, man. Yeah, okay. He's not a dick. Yeah, because maybe that would come out of their wage. Do you know what I'm actually literally just wondering? Because he paid in cash. I mean, I know, like, I wonder if they could. No, they couldn't. Don't worry. Ignore me. I was like, maybe they could track back where he got his money from, but that doesn't make any sense. Well, they did that with the Yorkshire Ripper. Oh, did they? Because he got paid. It was a brand new note. And they knew from the series number which company had given out those Ah, notes. So he was on a list of people. Ah. So you can in, in some cases, but I think it has to in be... In like the rare case if it's like a new that's note a or new, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so that's a new note. Whereas this, yeah, could have been... Could have had it a while. Yeah, so what he... Another thing he did, this is how thoughtful he is, on the stop in Seattle, like while they were refueling, he requested meals for all the flight crew. Oh. He was like, I don't want them to go hungry, man. He's I'm taking them on dude. another flight. Like, yeah, they need their dinner. They look skinny. They need some food. <laughs> He'd just be like, Tina's belly is rumbling. Get that woman some food. <laughs> they're, they're, they're best mates. I'm convinced they're best mates Aww, for this point. They probably never saw each other again. <laughs> of course they didn't. Unless they did. Well, they might have. <laughs> but she might. She doesn't know who he is. Well, she did see his face. She spent like the... She was with him the whole time. Yeah, but it's like Superman. He had glasses on. I'm sorry. People with glasses on. You can't tell. That is. I am joking. Uh, that is the most biggest <laughs> load of bullshit ever. I'm convinced, you know, you can absolutely, like, tell. You could recognise someone if they didn't have glasses on. Yeah. Do you know you know some people that wear glasses for their, like, the whole time you've known them? Yeah. And then when they take them off, you're like, your eyes are so much more, like, you've got tiny eyes. <laughs> because they don't have tiny eyes, but you're just like, you've got tiny yeah. eyes. Yeah, It's so weird. So Tina also asked Cooper in their time together. If he had a grudge with Northwest Orient, like the airline they're flying on or or she's working on. And Cooper replied, I don't have a grudge against your airline, miss. I just have a grudge. That's weird. What does that mean? A grudge. Maybe a grudge against the government. Yeah. Wants the money. Yeah. I just found that really interesting. Or is that just like him trying to be cool? Like, I don't have a grudge against against your company, honey. I just have a grudge. I don't know. (laughs) don't know what that accent was oh yeah like with regards to his accent apparently he had like he didn't have like a particular accent he just sounded like 
normal like American it's, or He's like us in England. Or Canadian. Because we don't really have an accent. I'm not sure. Canadians, Canadians very have an accent. Yeah, they do. Anyway. Is that when they say so- <laughs> sorry? They say it weird. Now, with regards to the jump and the parachutes, because this bit is interesting. This is where people go from being like, he knew exactly what he was doing to he had no fucking clue. <laughs> so he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. So acquiring the parachutes was actually a lot trickier than collecting this 200,000 that he wanted. Because right. they... the McCord, that's how you say it, McCord Air Force Base offered to provide the parachutes, but... He didn't want those ones. He did not want those ones. He wanted civilian parachutes with user-operated ripcords, not military-issued ones. Now, I was like, what's the difference here? I went on a little Google search and I had no fuck. I couldn't find anything. Well, all (laughs) I can think of is he's used to the other ones. He's worn the other. But one I don't before. know what they do. Like, what is a military military one like? If 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 this says specifically he wanted user operated ripcords, like I reckon they're harder to use. Do I don't reckon? know why because it's military and they have to train for those things. It's not like getting an airplane and just jumping out. But then I'll go on to say something in a minute. But anyway, um, so Seattle cops, I say cops. Actually, the only other thing I think is different is I reckon military ones are green. <laughs> And the other ones are like bright colours. I think colors. they're like they're like different shapes as well because they're yeah, used they for are. different things. Yeah, and they get dropped from different heights. Yeah. Well, maybe he knew about the heights. Maybe. So maybe he was like, that won't work. Maybe they were trying to trick him. Yeah. And he was like, that those won't work. Maybe. Because he might be higher than what I a normal really plane. I really tried to look this up. Maybe I'm just crap, but I just couldn't find out what the difference yeah. was. Also, it's You're hard. Crap, by the way. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> it's hard because like, when I was looking it up, the like nowadays parachutes don't have these user operated rip cords anyway. So when I was looking up, it was all like modern parachutes, yes, it's which are completely different. Well, if anyone knows, yeah, if let anyone us knows, know. hit in us a up. nice friendly way, because <laughs> we will not listen to any crap. <laughs> so the Seattle police eventually contacted the owner of a skydiving school and persuaded him to sell four parachutes. Okay. Now, going back to because he asked for four, they assumed he was taking a hostage. Yeah. Now, this was smart because this stopped them from using either dummy parachutes or sabotaging the real ones. That's actually so genius. Yeah. Because they couldn't risk giving it. Exactly. I reckon that is why he asked for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because if you'd asked for two... Then they'd have been like, well, we're not... We're going to fucking cut the cords or whatever. Yeah. They were like, we don't want, we don't want Tina to die. <laughs> Not Tina. I don't want Tina to die. I don't want Tina to die. No, Tina's she'd sick be in ass. like her seventies now. Oh, yeah. but she's a badass. I bet she's so cool. Yeah. So they, uh, in their rush to actually getting in these these parachutes, they actually ended up giving him a dummy reserve parachute anyway. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> so. The person who sold them it is a dick because yeah. he obviously doesn't want to give them a proper one. This is what I said. It's written down as a mistake, nah. like air quotes. Nah. But I'm like, was nah. it? I don't think because I doubt they told him what they were for. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's. I don't think you can mistake. Also, if they're not that fucking, if they're that easy, like to right? get mixed up, this is what I thought. That should not be a thing. I was like, holy shit! Why are shit? they not bright colors? Like this red one is yeah. clearly fake. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So, yeah, this is leading people to believe that... Oh, sorry. 
Now, some people believe that he wasn't as smart as they say because he actually took this dummy parachute. But did he take it just because that's what he put the money in? So, because he's going to have, I don't really know. Well, he took all four. He just didn't take the, like he took them onto the plane. Yeah, no, no, no. As in he he jumped off, he jumped out with. With one of the dummy ones. Yeah. (gasps) So he had one real one and one dummy one. Um, but the dummy one was a reserve. Uh, well, so yeah, not he a wouldn't have had to have used one. it. Yeah, but so, but then what I was going to before, if the first one fucked up, yes, and he had to pull the second, it didn't work. Oh yeah. no, because they get quite, they can get twisted in a storm. They can get really twisted. That's he might have had true. to pull. Very true. They killed him. Those fuckers. Goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's taking this dummy parachute. Um, but the other thing is he also chose to take the older of the other two primary shoots. Oh, okay. So you have the two reserve shoots and the two primary shoots. And he took the older one. But the older one was a military backpack shoot as opposed to the other newer one being a civilian luxury shoot. Okay. So they're like, maybe he took the older one because he's dumb or maybe he took this older one because it was a military backpack one and he was more familiar with this one than a civilian luxury but one. But then he didn't want the other this army This is exactly ones. what I thought. I was but confused by that. he might know that. that... So he might have come out of the army and then they've upgraded and he might know that they've upgraded and he yeah, can't use them anymore. maybe, yeah. But how fucking hard is it to change? That's true. If you're a paraglider especially. That's true. So, yeah. So we go on to ask, could he have been trained as a paratrooper? Because remember, he knew how far away the McCord Air Force Base was. Did yeah. he have military connections or did he have sen- central intelligence connections? Do you know what would have happened if I'd have done this? You Guaranteed, there'd be someone on that fucking plane who'd be like, Stacy, <laughs> And I'd be like, I'm wearing sunglasses. <laughs> like, I would not do it if I was familiar with that. I mean, I guess it's good that he's familiar with it because he knows the terrain. Yeah. But I wouldn't do it anywhere near yeah, where yeah, I yeah. live. I guess, but then also maybe he knew that no one on that flight was going to recognise him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and also serial killers stick to their comfort yeah, zone. True. So it could be the same thing. See, this was the other thing. So going back to the possible like central... central Going back to the possible central intelligence connections because he was, we think, very familiar with the plane. Yeah. Um, some people think that the reasons he could have chosen this particular aircraft is obviously one because of how the stairs opened so he knew that he was going to be able to jump easily from it but also it was a plane that the cia used to drop agents and supplies during the vietnam war oh she yeah like because of how these this particular plane was and how the stairs were because i've literally never heard of that literally a plane people are gonna be like how are you? <laughs> I was born in the 90s, okay? We so, yeah, these. they're like, maybe he's been on these planes before yeah. in the Vietnam War. <gasps> yeah. Another Ooh. thing, the parachute he used, going back to how in the hell did he survive this ship? Uh, another thing was the parachute he used wasn't actually steerable. Oh, fucking hell. So, he jumped. He's fucking <laughs> dumb. I'm so sad that i fangirled over <laughs> is he dumb or is he confident as heck that he's a badass oh, he could be confident he oh, could be yeah, like, like him he could be like listen i've got this he's like i don't need to control this parachute <laughs> it controls me 
Yeah, so he's like dumping. Maybe he just likes to live on the edge. Maybe he does. It sounds like it. He's jumping in the dark. He's hijacking stuff. He can't see (laughs) shit. He can't control where he's going. Who knows? But he also was really particular about, like, obviously the types of parachutes he wanted. He knew exactly what he was doing. He he said, or Tina said that he said he didn't need this like instructional thing on how to use the parachutes. Yeah, that's true. He knew he knew what he was doing. He knew unless he was trying to like (laughs) impress her. I don't need that. I I know what I'm doing. She's already impressed. I suppose. (laughs) Sorry, Tina. (laughs) Okay, so the search. They're searching for this motherfucker. <laughs> they search on the land. They're searching in the air. They got planes and helicopters and shit looking everywhere. They even search in the water. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, because it's like by this river or whatever. They, whatever. Or whatever, you know, and like lakes and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> they even used a submarine where they actually found the remains of another girl that had been abducted and what murdered. What the fuck? Yeah. I want to go more into that. Yeah. So, what I mean, at least they found her. Well, yeah, that's very nice. However, you see, he's doing good work. <laughs> he's, he's making good come from this. Yeah. However, absolutely no sign of Cooper. No clothing, no parachute, no briefcase, <laughs> nothing. Not even a bomb. Not even the bomb. No bits of the bomb, no briefcase. Like, he went, he jumped out he with a lot of shit. He literally vanished. Yeah. Whoa. Now, they released the serial numbers of, like, the cash, the ransom money, to, uh, first of all, to, like, financial financial institutions, like, and casinos and racetracks, you know, everywhere that, Where like... Where it's going to be spent has, a lot of yeah, it. Yeah, large amounts of cash transactions and stuff. Um, and then eventually released them to the, like, general public and put out a reward if anyone could find any notes matching the... Oh the serial numbers yeah. on the cash i'd be so on that i would check, I'd check everything. everything however no sign no sign of anything so literally they never had the serial numbers come up anywhere until oh. february 10th 1980 almost 10 yeah. years later oh. an eight-year-old boy found bundles of 20 dollar bills yeah, i've heard of this bit. with serial numbers matching the ones so it's from definitely Cooper. the number yeah the, the, no, the, the money <laughs> so 1918 nine-year-old brian ingram was with his family along the columbia river on a beach called tina bar digging a fire pit for their campsite oh there's a little quote from him and he says i was eight years old and on a vacation with my parents on february 10th 1980 when i found about five thousand eight hundred dollars of the ransom money along the banks of the columbia river near vancouver washington we were going to make a fire along the riverbank i was on my hands and knees smoothing out the sand with my right arm and i uncovered three bundles of money just below the surface What? my uncle thought we should throw it in the fire <laughs> what a nutcase <laughs> what an absolute hooligan Oh, we'll just burn that. Obviously, they didn't. Hooligan. Who? Crazy man. He is clearly a very rich individual. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I'm burning the rest of my cash anyway. Chuck it in. So, obviously, this is like super exciting. They were like, this is going to. Yeah, right. I'd be like, no one's touching this. Yeah. But even like, you know, for um, bloody what are they called the police and stuff yeah they must have been like shit they were like yes so he's not sat somewhere yeah. spending his money they were like this Some is gonna help us with the investigation this isn't all the money is though is it no 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 this was only Phew. five thousand eight hundred. i was really worried that like dan was poor and it's like <laughs> if you're broke i'm busy <laughs> <laughs> um 
yeah, so they were like, oh, exciting. It's going to answer questions. Mm. And no, it's not. It's going to actually give you more questions. Of course it is. Of Wouldn't course be a mystery, it is. would it, without <laughs> this? Uh, so, first question, how in the hell did this money even get to this beach? Yeah, exactly. Because it was nowhere near the landing zone. I mean, if if you know where I'm talking about, you'll understand. If you don't, go look at the pictures on Instagram. I'm sure there's a map. Yeah, we'll put it on Instagram. Yeah, it shows you where the landing zone is, and then it shows you where the money was found. Okay, and it's yeah. like I'll get that. way far away. I'll get that done, don't you, Wayne? Thank you, babe. <laughs> so this caused them to question if they'd even been searching in the right place where they or like if they had the landing area right do you know what i mean were they or they were like did he even jump out the plane at this spot they were like we're so Uh, confused did did the pilot even take this route that we thought the pilot took yeah did the pilot get it wrong yeah this that genuinely confuses me because people have said like oh they weren't sure if they got the right route and i'm like I think the pilot know where knew where he flew. Should do. It, I would but hope then, so. If you do it so often and you do it different ways so often, do you start to think, wait, did I go that way? <laughs> Maybe. I'm sure he'd know. He'd know. So, yeah. So they're like questioning where this drop zone was of where they thought he jumped out the plane. However, sorry. However, even if the drop zone was somewhere further near the beach or further down where they may have ended up in the river and then like flowed downstream to eventually oh, Tina Bar, yeah. we then have the question, how the hell... I know you said it was the beach, but I was like, flooded to Tina. <laughs> <laughs> Tina Bar. Two Tinas. Oh, shit. Whoa. She's involved somehow. No, I'm joking. Well, no, listen here. Well, People think this is a coincidence, yeah. But I'm like... There are no coincidences. I don't think it is. Listen, I don't think it is. We we have this question, if it was just, you know, a natural occurrence, mm. how in the hell did three <gasps> Wait, bundles... Maybe he was leaving it for Tina. If you don't give her that fucking money right now, I swear to Christ. This is why I think it's not a coincidence. The beach was he called was fucking Tina. Her. He left it for her. Oh my God. <laughs> This is so romantic. How did just three bundles end up together? Do you think anyone else's podcast about this is going to be <laughs> such like, this is a romantic thing? This is a love story. This is a love story. This is a podcast about a love story. Oh, but she didn't find it. Of course she wouldn't find it. Yeah. Maybe he was hoping someone would find it and give it to her. Maybe. But why would they? He should have put a note in it then, shouldn't he, dickhead? <laughs> Maybe he did and the note like disappeared. Kind of disintegrated, I guess. Um, yeah, so they have the question, you have the question, how did only three end up together? If this was like a natural occurrence, how did they even freaking yeah, get there? Yeah, um, yeah, all three and, together. Yeah. And experiments were conducted on the rubber bands that held the money together because they were still intact when they found them. Like oh, they were still wow. holding the money together. Okay. However, the results of the experiment showed that this particular type of rubber band could not withstand exposure to the water or open air for more than a year without like disintegrating yeah, or falling you... apart. Yeah. Oh. <gasps> so dun, dun, dun. they must have either been protected from the elements or buried within a year of Cooper going missing. Maybe they were in a bang and the uncle was just like, oh, I can stick that on the fire at least. <laughs> and they're like, shit, we forgot about that. Yeah, we didn't, we didn't tell the police about that. Don't tell them about that. It's fine. Now, a recent article, as in 2020, published by the Daily Mail, suggests that uh, these 
Anything from the Daily Mail is trash. No, 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 no. Listen, it was. It suggests that these $20 bills were submerged in water a few months after the hijacking. So, so it like debunks the fact that, oh, maybe they just fell into the water and then got washed downstream. Because this comes from scientist Tom Kay. After he discovered seasonal specific diatoms, diatoms, or tiny deposits of algae presented on the money showed that the cash had been submerged in the water several months after the hijacking before them being buried. Mm. This this suggests that the money was safely stored somewhere dry for months after the landing before it was then moved. Well, before it fell into the sea or whatever. Yeah, water. or whatever happened. Now, the reason... Oh, the maybe reason, there was a landslide and it just... Whoop. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Maybe he was sat in a tree and fell out. Yeah, well, <laughs> along with his fucking dead body that's still hanging in there that Literally. no one's found. Literally. Everybody just look up. If you're in the area, <gasps> just look. Yeah, look man. Up. They're looking on the ground. Are they looking in the fucking tree? What if he fell into what a hollow like, tree? Literally, what if he's on the top of a tree and you just can't see nah, him? drones exist. Do you know what I mean? Like, people would have something anyway we're not talking about that we're talking about the money okay so we're talking about how this clever ass excited. scientist knows he's very because he first examined the ransom cash 12 years ago at the request of the seattle fbi but he only recently turned his attention to the diatoms saying that he the diatoms he found on the cash upon examination are a spring species oh so quote they bloom in the spring they do not bloom in november when cooper jumped okay so this could debunk the theory that they ended up in the river with the initial jump and then flowed down <laughs> if this is the case one of the only explanations is someone buried the money there yeah, or that's what I like think. was it cooper was it someone else i think it was someone else that found it do you reckon well, i don't know why would you bother yeah, no, I don't know. That whole thing blows my mind. Uh, listen, I'm, I think he'd put it there for Tina. I'm still convinced it. it's not a coincidence. Yeah. I'm still convinced. I'm How convinced often do you story. come across a Tina and then a Tina Beach? Mm-hmm. 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 I'm on your wave. In connection. Normally I'd be like, Lani, you're, this is complete bullshit. But <laughs> I'm, I'm on it. Listen, on it. maybe she actually knows what happened to him and they're like happily married secretly. <gasps> oh. That would be amazing. There's loads of baby Someone make a movie about this and make that the Can we ending. Make that the ending, please, because <laughs> that would bring me so much joy. Let's write this. Yes. Uh, t- TM, TM, TM. Right. TM. So that's that's it. Ooh. That's all the evidence. That's all. That's all the evidence. That's all the evidence everything. and everything. So now we go on to talk about some of the suspects. We have twenty minutes. That's all right. We'll we'll get this done in twenty minutes okay, okay. because I didn't go too deep yeah, into the suspects. Yeah, because there's a lot of them. It's like I, just talk about yeah the ones you because yeah. well yeah there's a lot of them. I've got a few of them here, but the thing is, more than likely, none of them are him. Yeah. So I didn't want to like dive super deep into them and then yeah, go get all excited and then and go. Like... <laughs> but he's definitely not the one because yeah. he's got like fucking blonde hair you know oh, what I mean? okay no i'm i'm ple- yeah i like this yeah okay so one of the suspects is a bloke called richard mccoy jr now i'm gonna go ahead straight away and say he is absolutely not dan cooper okay because first of He's all he hot. sounds like a crazy ass motherfucker uh like he doesn't sound chill at all he's not got dan vibes he doesn't and he doesn't look like him oh that's another thing on the instagram there's like uh what are they called 
when you draw up a picture of the suspect. Oh, a composite sketch? Composite sketch. There's a few different composite sketches of yeah, him. Yeah, I'll put them up. Which I find weird because all of them look so different to each other. And I'm like... Oh, but that is... That's just... I guess so but like the nose is so different in these composite sketches one has like a really thin nose and one has like a bigger nose but do you reckon the person that was doing it was like I can't be fucked with this anymore yeah that's what he looked like yeah (laughs) I mean he looks kind of handsome in them (laughs) he's hot uh, yeah, so Richard McCoy Jr., he would have been 29 at the time of the hijacking, so Not he doesn't match the age, yeah. Uh, but he was a big-ass copycat. Sorry. <laughs> that nearly fell over. That was weird. Did you hear me? Yeah, big-ass copycat. Oh, yeah, I know this guy. He, like, copied everything that our man Dan Cooper did. But he didn't do it better. No, he didn't do it better. He, he did it shit. dumb. On, he did it in dumb. Fact, on a year after, or like not exactly a year, but you know, on April 7th 1972, after the hijacking, mm-hmm. Richard travelled under a fake name, like Dan, on board a Newark, Los Angeles flight. Oh, scroll too far. Sorry. Shortly after takeoff, he handed a note to one of the flight attendants demanding 500,000. I can't say that, but I just totally rolled my eyes at him. And four parachutes. Oh, okay. And if he didn't receive his demands, he was going to detonate a hand grenade that a he had. A hand grenade? So he's not smart enough to create a fake bomb. Well, it later turned out to be a paperweight. <laughs> <laughs> and he also carried an unloaded gun. Oh. Now, exactly the same way Mr. Cooper did the... The 727 landed, refueled, the hijacker, Richard, exchanged the passengers for the cash and the parachutes, and then en route to the next destination, he jumped from the stairs. Okay. Was it the same type of plane? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Um, but he was caught. <laughs> was caught mid-air? <laughs> what, like when he landed he was caught? The- Did he do it during the day? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. I bet he did. I bet he's that dumb. Probably. probably. He's probably like, I don't like the dark. See, we're talking about how him being dumb jumping at night, but I'm sorry, did it, like no one no found one him. No one found him. Oh. <laughs> Just <laughs> chinned the thing. So, yeah, he and he didn't really match the description. He wasn't the right age. He he knew how to skydive and all this kind of stuff. Like He's a big old dum-dum. He is a okay. dum-dum. It's also, he's not cute looking. He's so not our boy. He's, he's not, not our boy. boy. <laughs> Uh yeah, so he got caught. He went to jail. This dude, and what an idiot. <laughs> um, hang on. Where am I? I've lost myself. You've lost yourself. Oh, he also was in Las Vegas on the day of like the Co- Cooper hijacking. Oh, okay, so he's just a copycat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and eventually, so he went to jail for this. Obviously, yeah. dumbass. Uh, he escaped jail. Oh. Uh, but then got shot by police in a shootout. What, and died? Yeah. Oh, and the world was just the worst place. Not. What yeah. a fucking idiot. Yeah, so. Bad bitch. And it wasn't him, man. I'm sorry. Our man, D.B. Cooper, would not do dumb shit like that. No, he's too smart. He doesn't get his hands dirty. No, he doesn't. Like that. No, he doesn't. Would not be cool. This is the thing. Shootout. This is the thing with, like, all of these... Um, or a lot of these suspects is I'm like they're not chill enough yeah some of them are like loads of them have like criminal backgrounds maybe Dan had taken a load of CBD that day (laughs) super chill (laughs) had like a fat ass spliff right before yeah (laughs) it was the 70s probably yeah probably did have it so another suspect we have is called Robert Rackstraw 
I've heard of him. Again, he would have been 28 at the time. Not him. Not him. Absolutely not. Also, this dude sounds like angry. Like he sounds like it. He couldn't have kept his chill. He doesn't sound like a chill dude. Yeah. But he was an army paratrooper and he served on an army helicopter crew and other units during the Vietnam War. Cool. Uh, He also knew how to make a bomb. He had a criminal record, which I just feel like DB wouldn't have had one. No. Do you know what I feel? I feel like this is the only thing he did. Yeah. This is... Why do I feel that way? That's how I feel. But he... Yeah. I think he did a lot of research. Yeah. And he just owned it. And he was like, don't need to do anything else. Left a bit of money for Tina. The rest of it in his bank. Gone. (laughs) On a beach in Tijuana. Yeah. So this guy, Robert, he had a criminal record. He also had an uncle named John Cooper. <gasps> the really common name? Who was also a skydiver. Okay. But John isn't a suspect, just this Robert dude for oh. some reason. There we go. Um, but he didn't really match the description of Cooper yeah, either. So it's not him. So it's not him. We then have Lynn Doyle Cooper. Oh. L.D. Cooper. L.D. Cooper. He was actually known as L.D. Cooper as well. Like, I quite like By that his family name. and stuff. It does sound LD. cool, doesn't it? Mm. So L.D. Cooper was actually named a suspect by his niece, Marla Cooper. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She's like dead set convinced that he oh, was like Dan Cooper. Okay. So when she was younger, she'd like overheard him making apparently mischievous plans at her grandmother's house oh um and as well as this she said she was eight years old when her uncle ld cooper came to their home badly injured for thanksgiving in well most people bring something to thanksgiving they don't bring their injured body well that's what this dude did because you know, if his he mother was, was fucking furious. But if he was, you know, Dan yeah, he Cooper, been very injured. he could have been very injured. And it was yeah. literally the day after he Shit. jumped out the plane. Shit. Um, he claimed his injuries were the result of a car crash, but apparently she never saw him again after this. Because he died. No. Well, she was told he died in '99, I think it was. Um, are there any death records for him dying? Because I feel like that could easily be cleared up. Mate, I don't know. I didn't look into that. Because if there aren't, she might be on something. She could be. Do you know what? She also said that he had, that he really loved a comic called Dan Cooper. (gasps) Shut up. Yeah. Which is a Franco-Belgian comic series about a fictional Canadian military flying ace and rocket ship pilot. I reckon he just liked it because it had the same last name as him. (laughs) <laughs> but that is pretty coincidental. Um, yeah. So. Oh yeah. For for me, th- he's probably the most likely. I genuinely thought that as well. Yeah. I thought that too. So we then move on to Dwayne L. Weber. Weber. I'm not sure how to say that. Okay. Right before he died, he confessed to his wife, "I have a secret to tell you. I am Dan Cooper." <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing that? Beautiful, beautiful acting there. This is another one. This is another one where I was like, mm, Why would you do that? Could be. Could Why be. Why would you do that? Although. He was a World War II veteran. He was also 47 years old at the time of the <gasps> hijacking. So he okay. was the right age. He matched many of the physical descriptions of him. Okay, so it's him. And his wife also said 
he so there was a few things he used to get like reoccurring nightmares of leaving his fingerprints on stairs of an aircraft what the fuck yep um and if she's telling the truth yeah right whoa and he i think i think it was this one i haven't written it down because i'm an idiot but i think it was also this dude that had like a he had a a bad leg or something that he said was the result of jumping out of a plane oh and his wife also said that they made a trip in 1979 to seattle and the columbia river where the money was found if they've got a child called tina (laughs) then i'm i'm sold (laughs) i didn't look into that well we don't know i mean i'm pretty sure she would have said it she seemed pretty sound yeah oh i mean if she's telling the truth i don't know why anyone does anything because sometimes it could be oh i want some money from a magazine or something yeah if she is telling the truth oh right yeah. So that's another one that that oh, I was so like. So Dan got like married, <laughs> not to Tina, but you know, fine. I'm sure, this woman was just as lovely. I'm sure she was beautiful and lovely and lovely and lovely. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> They're ruining my romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> so we also have Kenneth Peter Christiansen. Mm. I assume that's how you say it. Yeah, it will be. So, Kenneth enlisted in the army in 1944 and was a trained paratrooper. (gasps) Another one. After leaving the army, he joined Northwest Orient, which is the the airline. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a mechanic. He was a mechanic. (gasps) So, he would know. And later became a flight attendant. But he said he didn't have a grudge against the company, just a grudge. Well, that Dan Cooper said, "Who knows?" So, but that, well, but yeah, but then maybe that, maybe that also like reaffirms it because he, he maybe he didn't have a grudge against them. Like he worked with them and he oh, didn't have a just, problem with them. And maybe he just knew how to do it exactly. on that airplane. Exactly. Yeah. Oh uh, shit. He oh, no, was. I don't know who it he is. was also forty-five years old at the time of the hijacking. Mm-hmm. He didn't quite match the descriptions of Cooper, though, is the only thing. He was shorter and thinner and lighter in complexion. It's not him. Because they said that Cooper had, like, an olive complexion. Yeah, like, okay. I don't know he if I said this, but he, he had you. he had dark brown hair, dark like, brown eyes, olive complexion. He mm-hmm. was, like, six foot something. Basically handsome as fuck. Oh, basically <laughs> perfect. Okay. However, Kenneth smoked. He was a smoker. Like okay. Cooper, sure and was. displayed a fondness for a bourbon biscuit. No, I'm joking. For a bourbon, I <laughs> that went over my head, and just as I got it, you went, "No, I'm joking," and I was like, "I don't know what's happening now." <laughs> a bourbon biscuit. Now Florence Schnaff Schaff fuck Schnaffner Florence Schaffner told a reporter that photos of of Kenneth fit her memory of the hijacker's appearance oh, okay. more closely than those of others she just she other suspects that she'd been shown but she could not conclusively identify him yeah but then she's been shown so many i just need to say something why are you showing florence these pictures yeah, why aren't you showing where's tina tina, tina was sorry, basically Flo. married to him up there i mean <laughs> it's like they went together forever he left her money right oh. so i'm devastated by this whole thing i know my heart's broken. I feel like they both married people they didn't really want to because they <laughs> wanted to be together. That's how I see it. 
I'm totally joking. Now, shortly, Actually, very happy. Shortly before Kenneth died, do you know what he said to his brother? He said, "There's something you should know, but I cannot tell you." <laughs> was that literally it? That's how I. That's how I imagined it. In my head. It. <laughs> he's like lying on his deathbed, and he's like, "Come closer." Also, this whole deathbed thing. When people call it a deathbed, it's just it's weird, right? It's just a bed. Like it went. It only becomes a deathbed because you've died. Yeah. It wasn't a deathbed when you were on it. But yeah. Mm. Um. Yeah. So that's that's all the um that's all the suspects there's one more uh however i didn't write much about it because basically lani read it and was like this bitch ain't it so i don't think we need to worry about it well i wasn't too sure because okay so i'll mention him anyway briefly he was called william j smith okay uh he was 43 he was 43 years old at the time so matched the age he also matched the physical description of cooper like quite a lot um, and he worked in a place with trains. <laughs> a place with trains. A locomotive maintenance facility. Okay. I was like, a train station? Now, one of the main reasons that people are like, it could be William, was because going back to the tie, they found specific types of metals on this tie after oh, they re-examined it. Okay. And the these metals could have been from a maintenance facility like William worked at. Okay. I don't think it's him, but only because I haven't really heard much about him. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've not done my greatest research on Babes, William. We're, we're two hours in. I mean, you've done a lot. I can't believe so we're not this took to so long. It. I know, but I've really enjoyed every second of it. I think I've loved this so much. Also, I, I loved researching this. going to be a two-parter now. Yeah. Yeah, there's no way. I, can I feel like this could have been a two-parter. For sure. Uh so yeah. That's Oh, thank you. That's everything and I hope you enjoyed it. I super enjoyed it. <laughs> I enjoyed our little love story. <laughs> I had so much fun with this case. Like it's just so interesting yeah. and I just think Cooper is cool and I He's think so Tina hot. is super cool and Florence I think Captain Scott is super freaking cool. <laughs> you were like and Florence and didn't say anything about her. <laughs> no, Florence we is love cool. Flo. Flo is cool. We love her. Her name Flo. is cool as fuck. Yeah. I reckon she was lovely. She probably still is lovely. <laughs> she still is lovely. I know. I keep thinking, well, this is so long ago. Everyone's dead. I and know. it's only the 70s. Yeah, me too. We were born like 20 years after this. <laughs> That's very true. Wait. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, check out our Instagram. Yes. Go the Mysterium underscore underscore podcastium. Podcastium. It's not anyone else. Someone else was trying to steal it, but it's not anyone else. No, it's us. That's us. Yeah. And yeah, and do like do follow that because if you're like enjoying the podcast, like we put photos up, we give little hints about what's coming up. Yeah. Like any news. You get to see me struggle. I'll post stories. Oh yeah, we going, both post stories going. Oh, this is really fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah. So I'll I'll also write that down in the in the notes in as the well, notes, so that yeah. you can see how it's spelled if you're struggling. Yeah, it's a bit of an odd one. It's a little bit of an odd one, but there you go. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's the case. Yeah. I'm so. This has been so fun. Thank you so much. Thanks for well, I have, joining in. I have my next case ready. <laughs> And it's gonna, it's be, a gonna be a big long one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be so long. 
We'll do. I'll do it in two parts. I think. Yeah. I don't think it will be three parts, but who knows? We'll see. We'll see. It could be our first ever two-parter. Oh, exciting. Or even three-parter. Yeah. Well, have fun editing this, babes. <laughs> I don't think there's too much to edit out of this. I, we honest. did so much better. We did so much better. We Guys, we're getting it. better at this. We are so on it. We're getting so good. <laughs> yeah. Pat ourselves the back. Uh, yeah, so thanks. Thanks for coming. Yeah. Have a good rest of your day. Yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Go have like a nice cup of tea. Go or a glass of wine. And, yeah, or a glass of wine. <laughs> and just, you know, vibe. Just chill. Okay. Thanks. Bye, guys. <laughs> we I love need you guys. To work on the outro. Oh, guys, guys, don't forget to um, stay curious. Oh, and uh, oh, also please uh, like and subscribe to us on um, Spotify. Can you like and subscribe? You can follow us. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone says like and subscribe. Um, but no, and give you can give a rating and stuff on there. So please, if you're enjoying it, please give us a rating. Ooh, it does yes. help us out. Yeah, it will yeah, get yeah. us more. And the more people listen to us, the more likely we are to continue. Spread the word. Tell your mom. Tell your dad. Tell your sister and your brother and your grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Not the grannies. They ain't going to like this. Some of them might some fucking could, love it. Some could be cool. Yeah, yeah, so stay curious. Bye. Shut up. Stay bye. curious, motherfucker. Oh, okay. Love bye. you guys. Bye. Love bye. You. bye.